and welcome to this edition of the He Doesn't Waste a Thing podcast. I'm Melissa Zimmerman, and once again, thanks for joining me. How fun that you keep listening. Like, if you're a recurring listener, can I just tell you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. What a really great deal. If this is your first time to ever hear my podcast, then, hey, thanks for popping by. Do me a couple of favors. Hey, hit that subscribe button right now. And then when you're done, go to iTunes and give me a five-star rating because, like, hey, we want more people to know about the most amazing people who enter my life. My podcast is totally based on introducing you to the crazy, outrageous, amazing people that God has brought into my life, and this edition is no different than that. So uh, today, um, I love having young, younger people uh, be a part of my podcast. Millennials are fun to interview. They're great. Uh, for those of you who think millennials kind of have a bad, you know, they get a bad rap, um, there's some truth and some lies to both of that, but some of the millennials I know are super amazing people, and today's guest is absolutely no, uh, is a perfect example of a great millennial. And so, without further ado, let me introduce to you my friend, Kyler Clapp. Welcome to the show. Hey. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. Like, oh, that's a good intro. I don't know. So um, Kyler is a girl that I met when I was on staff at Victory Church in Oklahoma City. She was part of our, our uh, intern program there, a thing we called Victory School of Leadership. And so uh, that's a three-year intern program, which she graduated from. Hooray, hooray, hooray. Um, she is a worship leader, uh, worshiper. Um, creative, yeah. fun person, <laughs> and um, and so I really just wanted you to meet her because your life will be better once you meet her. So, uh, what are two things that you like people to know about you? I oh goodness, um, I really love to have dance parties. <laughs> I really love. I know it's so random. Um, and I oh another thing for them to know about me would probably be I love good food. Those are two like must-haves. Okay. Just to know me, yeah. Okay, so let's just clear that up because everybody's opinion of good food is different. That's real. What is good food for you? Good food for me is, man, I like homegrown organic stuff. Like home cooking. When you think like home cooking, like that's... That's what you think Yeah, but not like super fried, you know. Like fresh, fresh home cooking. All right. Well, summertime's a good time for that, right? Oh, yeah. My right. favorite. Yep. Okay. Um, now, you were raised in a home of pastors. Yes. So, uh, tell us a little bit about how you became a Christ follower. Well, <laughs> when I when I tell people normally, like, what's your whole story with um, a relationship with Jesus? I just tell them, I'm like, I came out the womb with my hands raised, <laughs> quoting scripture. That's what I um, tell them. But... Actually, I was probably about six or seven at a kid's camp, uh-huh. um, like sweating, sitting in a pew in an outdoor like chapel um, the first time I accepted Christ. And from there, it's just kind of been this whole journey of getting to know him, growing, growing with him in my relationship with him. I'm learning more about his word. So, yeah. All right. Uh, you probably went to church three times a week as a fetus. Oh, so yeah. So you started out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you started out that way, right? Yeah. Um, I imagine with pastors, uh, for parents, you're mm-hmm. probably at the church every time the doors were open. Oh, yeah. Stacking chairs, wiping tables, all that all that mess. So. Yeah. So, and you are from the tiny town of Fairfax. Yeah. Now, I don't want to misrepresent it. Is it a tiny town? Oh, Super. And Super. what would you say the population of Fairfax, Oklahoma is? Maybe like 
2,000. Well, hey, I'm from a town that's 200, so, so I think you're living in a thriving <laughs> yes. metropolis, right? Yeah. Right. So Fairfax, where in the heck is Fairfax? Well, I usually point it towards Stillwater because everybody knows Oklahoma State. Um, uh-huh. Go Pokes. But uh, <laughs> my heart just yeah. died a little. Oh, no. <laughs> Not Sooners. Everyone's a Sooner fan in the city. They really are. Um, or Pahuska because the mercantile has become really popular. If any, if you know yeah. what that is. So if is. you know the Pioneer Woman. Pioneer Woman. Yeah. So how far is Fairfax from Pahuska? About twenty minutes. Okay, yeah. so not very far. Um, so as you as you grew up as a Christ follower, you know, uh, one of the things that I recognize with a lot of people is sometimes I'll ask people, "Tell me about your relationship with the Lord," and they'll mm-hmm. tell me about their relationship with the church, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how would you describe what it looks like to have a relationship with the Lord? For me, a relationship with the Lord. I mean, my personal journey's been so crazy because like you said I had a relationship with the church like I thought um, my relationship with Jesus was just going to church reading my Bible which are very key important things even in my relationship with him now but it's for me it's the secret place mm-hmm. and I know that word's like kind of trendy it's now like, the yeah. secret place. that sounds so uh-huh. mysterious yeah. but for me that's just getting alone with him like in my room um, by myself opening up my Bible Sometimes it's just sitting there. Like a lot of times I don't even get out my Bible. I just sit there and listen and wait because I want to hear what he has to say. Um, So that's what it looks like for me. And church is a part of that too, but it's just making the time to spend time with him. Okay. And so you said listening to what he would have to say. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit about that for people who are like, (laughs) you mean like he talks to you like Melissa's talking to you now? What is that? When you tell somebody God speaks to me, what what would you be saying to them? I, it's different for everybody. The way the Lord speaks to me mostly is visions, uh-huh. which <laughs> it can sound kind of crazy, um, but that's mostly how he speaks to me. I have a very creative, like a very imaginative mind. If that's a word, is imaginative. It's all right. Whatever. We'll just pretend yeah, it's a word it's even a if word it's now. not. It's a word now. It's our new word. It's imaginative. Imaginative. <laughs> but yeah, I have a very um, big imagination, and so I know the Lord loves to use that to speak to me about seasons I'm in, um, whatever, just where I'm at, usually like my spiritual state, like where I am at with him. He loves to speak to me through visions. So I'll get all these visions, stuff like that. What's the craziest vision God's given you? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, That you can share publicly, you know. I think one of the craziest visions I've had was like me. um, And I was like dressed in like a dark dress and it was like a fire behind me like there's a huge fire behind me and I was like walking through it and the whole vision he was trying to explain to me how I was brave and how I was a warrior because a lot of times I didn't see myself like that and so he just kind of like set everything behind me ablaze and I was like this triumphant woman and I was like this is wild because that's not me right you know so that's one of the craziest ones I love that that's yeah. I think so many times the truth is how we see ourselves mm-hmm. versus how oh, God yeah. sees us or even how other people see mm-hmm. us are three totally different things. Mm-hmm. And and it's when we bring ourselves to the place where we begin to see ourselves in light of how God sees yep, us. Sure. And that's the true us, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's the true us, not the overweight us, not the weak us, mm-hmm. not the scared and timid us. No, God has created us to be powerful and totally. strong. And so I think that's a great, yeah. wonderful vision um, about that. So tell me, are you married? 
No, I'm single, girl. Mm-mm, I'm single. <laughs> well, the good news yeah. is uh, when we post up this podcast, we'll post up a we- post up a picture. And listen, oh just goodness. let me say this up front: if you are a God loving. God screaming, following uh, <laughs> guy who is looking for amazing girls. You have to go through a lot of filters to get to her before we're going to even let you know That's if you can right. touch her. That's right. But, but listen, mm-hmm. the, I, I am the the guy who God has designed for you is one super blessed guy. So, having said all that, what would your what would your um, best guy look like? My best guy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I. I don't. I tell people I, I don't have a type, but I do. I really like blonde guys. Blonde guys. Blonde tan guys. Like just picture the lifeguard at the pool. Okay. You know that one lifeguard. Right. Like that's what I would like him to look like. He has to have a great fashion sense. Like that's a deal breaker. Okay. He has to have a wardrobe that's at the top level for okay. sure. Okay. All right. Well, that's so so if you're out there guys, that's good to know. You need to yeah. you need to have step up your dressing game, <laughs> yeah, man. Really. You got to be you, you got to be with it, right? True. Um, oh, that I, that already lets out a bunch of guys I know. <laughs> They're so. like, man. Check, off the list, off the list, off the list. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about his character qualities? What would you want in somebody that you think, "Hey, this is worth investing my time in?" Oh, he has to have integrity for sure. That's integrity and authenticity, which okay. I know kind of play into each other. Um, yeah, big ones. Super right. big Gotta ones. love the Lord. That's love the given. Lord. Oh, that's a given. Yeah, like, I don't like, say it a lot because I'm like, if you don't love Jesus, you're you're not gonna be like. Yeah. In my, you're not my thing. Yeah, you're not my thing. Not for <laughs> so, me. <laughs> okay. So, um, where are you at in the birth order in your family? I'm the oldest. You're the oldest. Yeah. So, what are some of the benefits of being the oldest? <laughs> I it's a blessing and a curse but I refer to myself a lot as the guinea pig uh-huh. um, especially with like my parents you know <laughs> figuring out their parenting styles that's real and especially um, transitioning into adulthood like that's been really hard for them yeah, to let go sure. yeah some parents are like kick them to the curb you're on your own but my parents are like oh but you can come live with us and I'm like I would prefer to you know <laughs> Do it my way. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because, you know, our daughter just got married. You guys are about yeah. the same age. And yeah. they went to the Victory School of Leadership together. Mm-hmm. They're, they're actually really good friends. And yeah. so um, she just got married. And I'm like, but you haven't called me in like yeah. four days. <laughs> Although she's too. texted me 27 times today because mm-hmm. her husband had his wisdom teeth taken yeah. out. So she's I, the thing I've discovered about her is that she's not great in a crisis. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, a mother's yeah. going to go help him out here when we're done doing yeah, our podcast here. Did, yeah. <laughs> so, what's, the, you know, I think you touched on something that's really interesting when you said that uh, parenting, you were the guinea pig for the parents, mm-hmm. which I think is really true. It's one of the conversations I have with God a lot. Like, yeah. that was your plan A, <laughs> to give like helpless beings to people who have no idea what they're yeah. doing. But, you know, his ways are not our ways. His yeah. thoughts are not our thoughts. Mm-hmm. I haven't figured out that one. Yeah. But I'm like, I might have could have got a better plan A. Yeah. But apparently he <laughs> thought that was the best one. So um, what are the drawbacks of being the oldest kid other than being the guinea pig? Oh, other than being the guinea pig, I my siblings look up to me so much. And it's the same thing. Like, it's a blessing and a curse because, especially in our day and age, I look on social media and I look at the role models that my little brother and sister have to look up to and I'm like, Shoot, okay, I'm glad God put me as their big sister, you know, but that's also, like, 
stop copying me. Right. <laughs> like, let me live my life. Um, my parents are like, well, look at what your sister does. And if I mess up, it's like, look at what your sister did. You know? Yeah, so. for sure. So it's it's good and it's bad. I mean, if you're doing, if you're killing it in yeah. the, you know, in the world, then it's like, yeah, look at your sister. If you're like mucking it up, it's yeah. like, look somewhere else. Yeah. Right? Yep, yep. But, but I think it's good to know. I think it's okay for everybody to know. Like, even if you, even if you've grown up your whole life having mm. a relationship with the Lord, even if you, you know, are really trying to do your best, listen, we all need grace. Mm, and totally. uh, and grace is such an important piece to to our walk with in our relationship with the Lord. Mm. Um, so tell me what are what tell me two other things we need to know about you. Me, I oh goodness, I don't even know. I spiritually speaking, I really love um theology mm-hmm. and uh, that's really kind that's of, awesome yeah it's kind of not a lot uh, you don't hear about it a lot from kids from my generation because we just want to hear like uh, I don't want to like bash my generation but we just like to hear you know good points in right. sermons sometimes but I've gotten to the point where I'm like no I want sound theology you know like mm-hmm. that's what I want to hear if you're not giving me the meaty stuff then how am I growing right um, and another thing would probably be oh goodness I just I love people. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I, do. I recently got on the greeting team at the church I'm currently at, and I told my parents I was like, I'm on the greeting team, and they're like, What? Like, why are you excited? I was like, No, I'm on the greeting team. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, so I was super pumped about that. That's so awesome. So people. you know, a lot of, talking about millennials, um, a lot of them kind of get a bad rap. Mm-hmm. Failure to launch and yeah. all those good things that happen with millennials, you know, $27,000 million in student debt, oh, all sure. that kind of stuff, right? Yep. Um, so if if you want to help people reach out to millennials, like what is the connect point uh, for, say, my generation uh, to millennials or to the, you know, the generation kind of that's in between us and millennials? What is the, what's the connecting point? Where, where are we going to connect the most with them when it comes to bringing them in to hear the gospel i think the biggest thing would just to be for them to be seen and heard because i feel like my generation we're so afraid of being reprimanded or corrected that we're just so hesitant um to have mentors or maybe some of us to even come to church i mean i'm not that way but you know like my generation can be and just for them to be seen and be heard um just to hear their stories. So many times we're like, here's Jesus, you know, and that's important. Like the gospel is super important, but it's, they want to know how that it can apply to their lives. Like, how is the gospel going to help me? Right. You know, like, how is this Jesus guy going to help me in my situation? And they just want to be seen and heard. I think that's a really good point. And I think, you know, a lot of times with every generation, the other generations have this kind of preconceived idea about mm-hmm. who that generation is. Yeah. And some of it's legit. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not yeah. all. No, totally. No, <laughs> like, I know some 26-year-olds still living at home with their mama. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, and so it's not that that's not, um, it's not a real thing. Mm-hmm. But we, but you can't let these preconceived ideas that you have of other generations impact you. Yeah. So, for instance, let me, let's, let's flip the coin a little okay. bit here, okay? So, how do millennials... Um, you know, reach out to people who are older than them? How do they connect with the older generation? How would you share the gospel with somebody my age? Mm -hmm. I would, uh, same thing, I'd be, we, uh, my generation would need to be more apt to listen because I found, you know, your generation, um, you know, evangelizing, whatever, connecting with people on the street, stuff like that. 
they just want to be heard as well. They just right. want their story, and they want respect as well because even if they, whether they know Christ or not, they've lived a life with a lot of lessons in it. Um, they have a story to tell, and I think they just want to be respected. So, um, especially in this my generation, um, especially in the church, for us just to be respectful, mm-hmm. I think that's super key. I think that that's a really it's one of the things that I think over time we've laid down on, yeah. and mm-hmm. that is honor. Yep. You know, and I think the honor of the church, honor for of the sure. pastor, honor of the word, honor of leadership. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was this is so sad. I was my heart was broken when I saw. Uh, maybe you've seen the video of the cops that are getting doused with water in New yeah. York City, and it's this rampant lack of honor mm-hmm. throughout our throughout our country yeah. right now. We don't honor anybody or anything, yeah. and so how do you how do you see some ways we might be able to bring that back? Uh, how could your generation help us bring back honor? I think two things: one, not being afraid to be humbled. We're such, we're so like image driven and it's become almost a pride thing that we're just afraid to be humbled. Um, And it's not, it's not always a bad thing. Like just to step back and be like, okay, this isn't all about me. And number two would be, um, oh, I just had, number two would be, uh, you know. It'll cycle around. Yeah. (laughs) When it cycles back around, Uh, just spin it right on out there, okay? Even if it's in the middle of a conversation. Yeah. But I think, right, being a, and I think that's, I think that crosses generational lines, the ability to be humble, to be teachable. I think those two things really go Mm -hmm. hand in hand. Um, So I got a few questions for you. We're going to kind of wind this down with what my rapid fire quick questions. First thing off your brain, don't don't give it too much thought. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Bible on your phone or paper Bible? Uh, Paper Bible. Okay. Write in your Bible or keep it pristine clean? Write in my Bible. All the time. All the time. All right. I love that. That's two yes. of my favorite things. Okay. Uh, favorite movie you watch over and over again? Oh, Star Wars. Current, uh, what's the top rotation song for you right now? Uh, Unstoppable by Corinna Hawthorne. All right. Oh, I love her. She's so good. Yes. It's, it's like my jam. I'm like, yeah, I'm unstoppable. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Um, so are you salty or sweet? Oh, uh, both. Both. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't, you, it depends on the day. Okay. Uh, coffee or tea? Coffee. Cream and sugar or black? Cream and sugar. All right. So when you go to Starbucks, what do you order? I order an iced caramel macchiato. An iced car- It's It's summer. Yeah, right? iced. Well, I get iced In the year winter, round. Well, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter when it is. Yeah, okay. year round. And uh, favorite Bible verse? Psalm 37.4. Um, It's a... Trust. Oh, it said the Lord knows the desires of your heart one. Yeah. Okay. I totally just blanked, you know. Oh, <laughs> trust in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Boom. There it yeah, is. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, so one thing that um, Kyler's known for. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, dancing and probably my variety, my wide variety of my taste in music. Okay. So you do, you cross all genres. Yeah, love them. Okay. Uh, so thanks for hanging out with me. Yeah. Like, can you believe 20 minutes is already That, was so, that was so fast. It all felt rapid fire. <laughs> I was like, boom, boom, in my head. <laughs> okay, so, hey, um, I know some of the things that you want to do is you, you love to lead worship for people. Yeah. Um, in, in the church, mm-hmm. outside of the church. Yeah, for sure. Uh, worship is a big thing for her. And I just want to offer this up. So if you... If you are looking for uh, either a fill-in worship worship leader, uh, somebody to do worship for you, whatever, um, you need somebody to do worship at an event, Kyler is your girl. She's amazing. Do you play instruments? Piano. Plays piano. And so uh, she can... She can do a standalone acoustic kind of piano yeah, gig. I or, love acoustic. Or you can 
blend in with a band. Yep. Right? Totally. For sure. And you can lead a band. You yes. know how to lead a band. Mm. And so she's been trained in worship in her three years here uh, under the Victory School of Leadership. So she's really good at that. So if you want to reach out to her because you need um, somebody to do worship for you, you can just check her out on her uh, Facebook, Instagram, um, social media things. That's probably the best way to get to her. Yeah, and sure. how do they find you on social media? Uh, clap Kyler, C-L-A-P-P-K-Y-L-E-R on Instagram or Twitter. Okay. Are you on Facebook? Facebook as well. Yep. Just Kyler Clap. Kyler Clap. Yep. Okay. And remember that it's Kyler, C-L-A-P-P, Clap. Kyler with a K. Uh, and all of that information will be in the show notes. Also, if you want to reach out to her, you can email her and her email will be in the show notes as well. So... Really, take advantage of using her for your worship gigs because she is great. And not only does she, not only is she super talented, which that's a given, but she hosts the presence of the Lord in a really amazing way that a lot of people, I mean, there's a lot of people who are talented, but they don't know how to host the presence of the Lord. And Kyler is amazing at that. So um, thanks today for Kyler for coming and hanging out with me. Uh, you know, remember that as we go through life, God uses every part of our life and he doesn't waste any of it. Hence the name of my podcast. He doesn't waste a thing. Um, and so I just want to thank you for taking some time out of your life and enjoying my podcast. Again, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to rate us. Um, you can get to my podcast on any of your favorite podcast apps. And um, you know what? I would love to hear feedback. You can reach out to me at melissa at bridgebuildermm.org. And that's M-E-L-I-S-A at bridgebuildermm.org. I would love to hear from you if you need the women's speaker, if you need a marriage conference, if you need marriage counseling, I'm your girl. So uh, reach out to me there and follow us on all of our social media. Uh, And I would love to uh, have you join me again for the next edition of the He Doesn't Waste a Thing podcast. So until then... See you later.